Hi, I'm Danny Murphy, and welcome back to Virtual Reality, where me and Evan Reel spill all the reality TV news and gossip, and get ready to listen to our full, unedited interview with one of your favorite reality TV stars. Regina Kirschenheider, Danny and I are so excited to have you on the podcast, because you just launched... Your own podcast, Country Strong, with uh, Shane McAnally, which, by the way, love love his name. Gina Kirschenheider and Shane McAnally. Like, they are, it's a I, mouthful. I also have to call Evan out. Evan, she didn't remake the movie Country Strong with Gwyneth Paltrow. It's our country. Thank you, Danny. Oh, yes. my God. <laughs> but, if you, but if you <laughs> guys sing Country Strong Thank on you. it, please <laughs> take a Patreon with that. It's my favorite song. There's definitely an opening there for that, though. So thank you for opening that door. I was, I I saw the future, Gina. You did. And it looks bright. Oh, my God. Yeah, it it definitely looks Quite strong. Quite strong, Evan. You are our Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, well, thank you. I hope I have a goop empire one day. Ooh. I think you're on your way. (laughs) Starting with the podcast. So tell us about the podcast, Orange Country, which is the real name of this podcast. Yes. So it is called Orange Country and it is appropriately named because I am obviously from Orange County and Shane is from, you know, Nashville. He lives in the country world. He's had like 40 number one hits, country hits. He's a a writer, producer, and, you know, an artist in his own right um, and personality. And we're just, we're really, really, really from very, very, very different backgrounds and worlds. And so, um, but we have a lot of commonalities like most people do. And I think that that is what is very um, interesting in, about this particular podcast because we just talk about real life stuff and it really shows no matter where you come from, there's so much common ground and there's not, um, there's no real map for where we're going. Sometimes we talk about things that are funny. Sometimes we talk about things that are more like deeper and it's just perspective and opinions. And it's funny. Sheen's a really, he's hysterical, honestly. Um, and he also, what I think is very interesting about him is he's this force within the country music world. And he's also a gay man. And that I think is pretty, it's, and he, it's not like a, the forefront of who he is. It's just a part of who he is. And I think that that's what I love about him because at the end of the day, like that is just who we sleep with is just a part of who we are. Right. And it doesn't define us. So I think it's really cool to hear his perspective on that. He's just a dad. He has two kids. Our kids are the same age and it's, it's great. Honestly, we're getting really good feedback. It's on, we're releasing new episodes Wednesdays. Um, There's no new episode this week, but there's been three so far. So Follow, watch, subscribe, listen, all the things I'm supposed to say. You're saying them all flawlessly. And I do love that you were saying that you guys have like, you never really have the map of where the conversations go. Because just in these episodes so far, it was a lot deeper than I thought uh, the podcast was going to go. Like you guys talking about low moments and everything like that. And I mean, of course, uh, being on Real Houses of Orange County, you're not a stranger to opening up your life, the good, the bad, and the et cetera. But it must, does it feel at all different to do it in like a podcast forum where you're kind of just talking and then you step away and you're like, oh, what did I just say? Like, what did I just say? That's like such an interesting question, Danny, because it is very different for me. And it's kind of nice though and refreshing to be like, you know what, I'm just going to put my stories out there and 
these kind of are the things that, you know, on my own social platforms and stuff that the viewers and fans have kind of been asking for more and we don't know where it's going to go. And I really find that like when you sit down with somebody and um, just have open conversations, really like beautiful things come out of that. And I didn't know either. And we're both very open and willing to share. And, and obviously people have a little bit of my story and my past, but we go, I think even deeper and Shane also, his stories are really interesting. And he, yes, he's built himself this empire and like he's, he's, but he'd been at the bottom. And I think it's important for people to hear that kind of messaging. Like, even if you're at the bottom, like you have a choice to make and you could get yourself back up. And 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 I think that me and Shane both have that in common. And it's important. And I think people, you know, it's we're really in the uh, uh, stuck in this place too, where everything's just so negative. And even though maybe we're talking about negative stuff that happened to us in our life, it's still a positive message. And I think that's important. And it feels good for me to talk about it and get it out. And if people find that interesting and want to go along on that journey with us, then that's awesome. And you're probably, you know, as fans are learning more about you through the podcast, you're probably learning a lot about yourself, Gina, by having these deep conversations with with Shane. What are some of the like revelations or aha moments or, you know, light bulb moments that, that have registered with you? You know what? I think that I'm entering into an era where I'm really allowing myself to be proud of myself for what. I have gone through. And I think that it was surprising to me how much I'm able to go into detail and share and own everything and be proud of it. You know, and I really had a hard time for a while. I never wanted to identify and I still kind of don't as like this victim sort of mentality. There's nothing wrong with that. Because at the end of the day, if you are, you are. But it was very difficult for me. And I just feel really good to be able to say what works for me and my truth and be proud of that, which is, yeah, bad things happen to me, but I have a choice of whether I want to let that hold me down or not. And I don't feel like I ever did. And, you know, Shane is really cool too and kind of pointing that out to me. And that's been kind of like a revelation that I am allowed to own now. And that feels really good. And I wish that on everybody else who has gone through bad things in their life. And I know that right now, there's so many people that struggle with being able to get there because it's you got to get up over that hurdle to get there. And I feel like I'm there and I want to take other people with me. And do you feel at all? Because I, I think me and you might have very similar last day drinking days because I'm like a year and a half now. Do you feel you were able wow. to kind of reprocess that with removing alcohol? Because I feel that was a lot of my year and a half being like looking back, being like, oh, now I can like look at my life in a completely different lens. Do you feel that kind of has helped you with it? A hundred percent, Danny. Like, and congratulations. Like, that's awesome. And yeah, I mean, am I, I'm not like an advocate for not drinking or like, you know, I'm not, I don't identify as an alcoholic, but a hundred percent. I can say by removing this enabling emotional roadblock out of my mm -hmm. way, which is alcohol, I have been able to look at things that I have not wanted to look at or chose not to look at. And you're kind of forced to look at it with clarity. And it's extremely helpful for like your mental health. 
And I didn't really do that for that, but it's been so beneficial. Honestly, that's a lot of what you see happen to me this season on Housewives as well, because I was doing it not drinking. And the stuff that came up, like when I'm being triggered by Jen, like if this was last season, I think I would have just had a couple glasses of wine and, and kept my mouth shut, honestly. And I couldn't help it. It was just coming out of me, these feelings and these emotions. And, you know, it's hard to watch it. And it's kind of like, you know, it's embarrassing. This is my real feelings and my real hurt. But honestly, I'm very thankful for it. And the show in general has always been cathartic for me and healthy for me mentally. But this year has been a whole nother level. And I'm very thankful, even for Jen, like I'm thankful that even though she inadvertently you know, made me lose my mind a little bit. Like I'm very thankful for that because her shit forced me again to look at stuff. So it's like, as long as we're looking at things, I think that's a good thing, you know? You are so dialed in this season. You got your Red Bull and your champagne glass. You are ready to address issues head on. I mean, Gina, this last episode, you you are speaking your mind, you're speaking your truth. And then you're also like, what the hell, guys? How am I involved in all this drama between Tamara and Heather? When I I think, you know, as a viewer, it really seemed like you were just doing your best to, to sort of placate the drama. I really was. I mean, I felt that I was just pointing out the obvious. And I honestly felt like I was being a friend to Heather. And I so wanted her, I was disappointed by that, you know, because I did want her to see that and feel that and like come with me, not, and not for me, for her, you know, and I just think she couldn't see that and didn't see that or chose not to see that. And that was, that was really hard for me. You know, what was so validating was, and this is why people say, oh, you're attached at the hip to Emily. No, Emily is just literally one of my best friends. And she was dealing with her own crisis at home. And she was so pissed she couldn't come on the trip and all of that. And I call her. And in five seconds, I was like, okay, thank God I'm not crazy. Thank you for validating. And she wasn't even there. You know what I mean? She had no idea what was going on. She just knew. And I was like, this is why, you know, real friendships just trump everything else. And, but I will say Emily and I five years ago went through our own stuff and we got through it and it brought us closer together. And I'm really hoping that like all this stuff with Heather does the same thing. Cause that was the thing when I was like, no, this Heather, who I do love Heather, she makes Gina drink a latte from Starbucks to get confronted about her friendship levels. And now we have Gina picking up horse poop, trying to be a good friend and she gets in trouble for it. And it was interesting in the same episode, Heather gave a confessional about not wanting to feel left out between Tamara and Shannon. So I'm wondering, do you feel she kind of was like, well, Tamara, Gina said that. Like, do you think that was kind of her trying to like be on Gina, uh, Tamara's good side? That's a good yeah, point. Yeah, I know. I, I, I do. I don't, I do not think that Heather was like in her head, like, oh, this is a great opportunity. If I just feed Gina to them, then then I'm going to be in a good place. No, but I do think that like naturally she was more skewed at the time to thinking Tamara's my friend. And I think she was more consumed with this like sort of battle she had with Shannon about her friendship with Tamara. And so I just think she was more focused on that and naturally was just 
you know, putting herself in a position where everything was about that. And she really did lose sight of me. I mean, I'm in a bunkhouse with, first of all, no air conditioning down there. Thank you very much. Right. It was a very different, it was a very different situation down there than up there. Right. The branch was stunningly beautiful, the whole thing, but it was very, it's very different where it's like, um, Yellowstone, you know, where, where John Dutton lives versus where the Cowboys live. I was where the Cowboys live. That sucks, you know? And I'm with Jen who I bless her heart. You know, she's, it's not her fault, but I'm having it issues with her, but I'm trying. And then Taylor came down who I adore, but I don't even know her at this point that well, you know? And I'm like, Heather's my friend. And it was, it was, it was hard. That was definitely difficult for me. She, Heather knew though. I mean, she's reached out to me already and, you know, and she knew and she was like, oh my God, I feel so bad. I was so hard on you. And and she knows. And like at the end of the day, Heather and I do have a genuine friendship and we have a love and respect for each other. So I really am hoping that this, you know, we don't lose sight of that. I really am hoping that, I mean, I got pissed off at her. She's gotten pissed off at me. We're going to say things that we don't mean. You know, a lot of times you just need to vent out to your other friends and then that's not on camera and then it showed to you, you know, so it's tough, but she gets it. Heather's sensitive, but she has a really good heart and she is a good person. And we do have more in common than people think. We just come from very different places and we live very different lives. And that's an extra challenge for us. Yeah. I think that after seeing uh, the latest episode of Orange County, it, it's kind of great for you because we do see in the footage that Tamara did say the IMDb credits were from the 1900s. Like 100%. 100%. This is in the pudding. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to say I was 100% right. I was the only one trying to call Tamara out for her naughty little actions. And that's why I think even Tamara doesn't blame me for it. She knows, you know, like, and yeah, it is what it is. Right. And she did say it and they, and that's not cool, you know, and, and it's not something that you have to be like, okay, we're not friends anymore. But like, I think it's very rational to be like, maybe I should address this with you because you hurt my feelings. And I do think it's appropriate for Heather in that moment to be more mad at her actual friend, Tamara, than Taylor, who she doesn't even barely know. It's like, why do you even care what she says? I would be more, if it was like Emily and Taylor at that table, I would be pissed at mm-hmm. Emily. Yeah, 100%. Now you and Tamara, how are you guys in real time? Because we see on this episode, you guys kind of like go toe to toe, you're not backing down. But I do feel like there is a level of respect between the two of you. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I think we both just understand the dynamics that are at play there. And we don't um, like we just don't fault each other for it. We don't continue it we don't perpetuate it we've been texting she actually invited me over her house the other night to watch oh last week i think it was last week i'm like losing track of time to watch the episode or whatever and um it was like after their trace amigas thing they did Mm. and you know i mean we're we're always just cool i don't know you know if it changes it changes but i think tamra responds well like she tamra knows she's not perfect and when you call tamra out for her shit, she kind of respects you for it, I feel like, you know, and she's okay with it. And that's, that's, I like her for that. Yeah, 100%. And I feel, and I feel you're good at doing that with her. I feel like Jen, her, the friend that was brought on with her, is not the best at calling her out and just kind of feels like confused a lot. How are you feeling watching Jen's first season? I mean, you lived it with her. 
but watching it. And have you been talking to her at all? I mean, Jen's a very sweet, sweet woman, you know? So like, and I think that comes across and I think it's like more, I think Jen's just like a little insecure. I think that's probably why a lot of, she made a lot of the choices she made in her life. And I think that that's kind of how it plays out on TV. Like I, I can't tell you how many times, like, I was like, why do you feel like you even have to go into, de- I'm like, please stop going into detail about it. Cause first of all, it's <laughs> me, you know what I mean? It's upsetting me. Just stop talking about it. And my point of view was like, you don't, these are, this is real life. Like you're, you're not being told what to say. Like, just tell her to off. You know what I mean? Like, just tell her to off. And like, for whatever reason, I feel like Jen felt this pressure that she had to just keep justifying and explaining and all of this. And it's like, look, at the end of the day, this is your life. You chose, you made the choices you made and that's okay. One you know? phrase that I am obsessed with is strange relationship with the truth. If I, if I'm ever caught in a lie, I'm just gonna be like, look, I have a strange relationship with the truth. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that Jen does indeed have a strange relationship with the truth? What do you think of all of these, you know, quote unquote inconsistencies? Cause it does, there, there was that moment in, in the one episode where Tamara's kind of like looking at Jen, like baby girl, you're not telling the truth. And then Jen's like, what are, like, I, what do you think of it all? Cause I don't know what to, to believe. I I would say my belief is that anybody who makes very poor decisions that result in hurting themselves and their own families probably have a strange relationship with the truth because it's probably really difficult to truly 100% own all of that. And I think we need to kind of grant her a little bit of grace for that. And I think had it not... It was unfortunate for her because I feel like usually I am that person in the group who can be like, all right, guys, but she went through a lot. Let's get on. But unfortunately, I was so naturally triggered by all of it because it was, I was on the other side of her situation. I just couldn't be that person for her. And in fact, I like think I definitely made it worse. So, like, (laughs) I felt bad about that. But, like, really, I just think, you know, who's going to say, oh, yeah, I was person and now I'm in hi nice to meet you I'm your new friend and I'm complete like nobody's gonna do that and like honestly she shouldn't believe that because she made a mistake she did own it she moved on everybody's where they're supposed to be she's raising her children she's doing her best as a mom and you know it is what it is it's a part I always see this like you should like it doesn't define her you know that doesn't define her how you how you rebound from it defines you, I think. And I think she's doing the best she can, you know? And everybody should be really lucky that they're able to get entertained by her going through this process, you know? I mean, that's not, you get to peek into something that is behind an iron curtain. And, you know, although you may not respect her for her choices, you should respect it in general that she's willing to share. Right. And it just keeps unraveling because, you know, first we found out that she cheated in her marriage. And now we're finding out that Ryan has cheated in every relationship he's the ever town had. Whore, Tamra called the, him. The, the, yes, the town it's whore. It's the scarlet letter. I mean, it's really tough, right? Because she's like, I, I, it's not like I just, what did she say? Something about like, 
not like like banging the guy at the gym or something, you know, right? Didn't she say that or something like that? And I'm like, but so. that is what that he is that guy, right? Yeah. So it's like I know. And the thing is, when you meet him, he's really nice. Really, really nice, you know? And so like, but that's also difficult too. There is a lot of it is weird. I don't get it. I don't get a lot of I don't get a lot of Jen Ryan. I really don't. And I think that it sounds like maybe prior to coming on the show, he wasn't the best and she was figuring that out. But it kind of seems like now that she is on the show, he is a great boyfriend. So it's it's almost giving I was like, wait, wasn't last season there was a Jen with a Ryan who she's like, he's great. They're divorced now. I'm like, why? why, why? It's literally Taylor Swift. I think I've seen this film before where you're <laughs> sort of like, Ooh, baby girl, what's going on here? I know. That is, first of all, it's very odd that we replace Jen and Ryan with Jen and Ryan. A hundred percent. Please, this Ryan knows his name. Look, you can't ask me because my perspective is he is a man who is willing to engage in a relationship with a married woman, knowing she was married. There's no boundaries there. So to me, how can you expect him to now be like, oh, wait, but now we're together. So I'm going to have healthy boundaries when he didn't even when he started the relationship with you, you know, and, and, and I just think that that's the reality of that. That's always going to be a threat. That's always going to be a fear. And I don't think she's ever going to really know. And Jen just has to decide what she wants as to be the standard of what she wants in her life. And it seems like she does a pretty good job at Actually, I, I don't know how she does it, but when they dropped the bomb that he wanted to uh, get it in with Tamara at the gym, like she she seems to process it pretty well. Like, I don't know if it's like denial or delusion, but like whatever it is, it's like kind of working for her. Yeah, I would agree with that. And so like that was always my point is like, look, everybody's now said this guy is an mm. asshole and fake and probably going to cheat on you. And she's cool with that. So let her do her, let her leave, live her life. And, you know, like that, that's the thing. It was like, it became to the point where I was like, Tamara, we, you're saying you're doing this as a friend, but like, she's not trying to hear it and she doesn't agree with what you're saying. And that's all you could do. So now if you really want to be her friend, you just continue to be her friend or don't, but you can't keep hitting her over the head with this stuff. Like she knows, she knows. It's kind of that thing. Like she made her bed and now she's like, I know I have to lie in it. And some nights, hopefully, Ryan is lying there with me. Exactly. Yes. She's like, and some nights it's great. And there's throw pillows and it's fancy. And some nights there's going to be bed bugs. And I'm willing to accept that, you know? And if you're willing to accept that, who are we to take that from her, you know? I love how all this um, turmoil, as it was going down in Montana, your your first instinct was to FaceTime Travis. And that, like, I I mean, you, you've met Brian before, Gina. That is, like always my first instinct to like when something is going wrong I'm calling my man I want to talk to him about it <laughs> I love how yeah. it was in the tractor <laughs> he answers the FaceTime and Heather's like we're fine click was he so, so confused it's so Heather yeah and you know Travis like he's so good about it and but he was like really upset because I didn't even think about this because I'm selfish you know one track mine and I'm like oh, I'm sorry, dude. and then Heather's like nope we're good. but then obviously he knows that I was upset you know so the whole night he was like upset worrying about me but trying to like allow me to have this space this trip and you know whatever and and I felt really bad about that because he was worrying about me then. Unnecess- well, unne- well, I mean, necessarily, because I was having like a mental breakdown in that. 
But, you know, Heather was coming from a, I don't, I really do not fault Heather for, you know what? She's the friend who came after me that night. That's true. And she's a friend who sat with me in the car and she's the friend who from her heart gave me advice that she really felt was in my best interest. Mm -hmm. And that's what friends are supposed to do. Now, are friends always a hundred percent accurate? with their advice? No, because they, we're not psychiatrists. You know what I mean? She's speaking from her heart and she's trying to help her friend. And that's what I felt in that moment. And I'm confident enough and cool enough to like, I, I know she's my friend. So I was like, okay, I'm going to look at this. I'm going to accept this. Maybe you're right. And I did. And I processed it and I looked at it and I thought about it and I talked to other people about it. And ultimately, was it the right advice for me? I don't think so. But she was coming from a good place. So I still, you know, that's what friends are supposed to do. Yeah. And it said a lot, you know, after you two experienced a little bit of friction in Montana, that she was the one to come after you and console you and make sure that you were good in that moment. So, yeah. And I'm telling you, if she didn't, I was, first of all, you didn't even see the journey that I had to journey to get to that, whatever the hell I was in. <laughs> I, it was pitch black. I, you know, for me, I'm scared of everything. And I was like ready to machete my way through. I couldn't see any, I don't know how I even found that car. And I got in it and I was like, we going to wait for someone to just take me home. You, know? you were about to drive back to Orange County in that tractor. Anything I had to do, I'd be on the toll road. Like, come on, I'm coming. <laughs> yes, it was so bad. And I was you have to so tell Shane bad. this because I feel it's a country song. Like, he could write something from this trip. Like, totally. I call my, I FaceTime my man from the tractor truck. Yeah, you know, there's something. I would listen to that on Spotify. Like, seriously, I'm going to get change rated, actually, my co-host. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Fun. Now, uh, Gina, before we wrap up, before we let you go, the big breaking news in the Bravo world is Kyle and Mauricio. They have separated. We want to get your take on it as someone who has navigated uh, a split in the public eye in the housewives world specifically. Um, my take is I feel really sad for them. I thought that they seem, I watched Beverly Hills, you know, since the beginning. And I think that they seem like they really love each other. Such a great couple. And they've been together for a thousand years. It's really hard. They're obviously being, she's, I saw Kyle release, they released a statement. They had the, she's being honest. They had the worst year of their marriage. And, and that happens, right? And that sucks. And I, I just feel so bad for them. I hope that if they do, I hope they figure it out, you know, and I hope they come back together. And if they don't, then that was the right decision for their family. And that's okay too. You know, you just have to decide what's right for you and as a couple and as a family. And I just, I really am starting to realize in my life that like this whole, even if you're together for that long, like you really can just value those relationships. It doesn't have to be so like a tragedy. I don't know if necessarily people are supposed to be in your life forever. Some people are just supposed to be there for the time they're there. And you can still appreciate that, respect that person, love that person for what it was and what you had and move on to the next chapter. And I'm sure they will figure it out. I mean, they, they hung out together on the 4th of July. Their statement kind of implied that maybe they will oh. stay together as a fan. Do you hope they stay together? <laughs> I do. I mean, I think that it's probably really healthy for them to be like, let's look at this. It's not working. Perhaps we need to take space. 
and reevaluate where we both are personally in our lives and see what that space creates. You know, sometimes space creates more space and it's either going to be like a new space for them to come back together or a space for them to be apart, you know, but I, I'm rooting for them because they're so stinking cute together. Honestly, they really are. Cute on a good day. Gorgeous goals, like, like power, like hotness on a great day because they are yes. really that couple. Yeah. <laughs> I I believe in that couple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, just from your own separation period when you were kind of going through the process of figuring out if it was right to stay together with Matt or not, is there any advice you could give Kyle as she sort of sinks deeper into this current phase? Um, I mean, I guess I would just say what what I think is so hard to do, but I think it is important is like, if you are taking space from each other, don't just become consumed with what the other person is doing. Like you can't be afraid of losing them. You have to really just like embrace that separation and and figure out what you want and who you are and if it's right for you. Cause I think it's a really difficult, you know, part of it is when you let go of someone, it's not even necessarily that you want to hold on to them anymore. You just don't want them to go anywhere else. And I think that's, that's difficult. You know, it's love, it's your heart. And I would just encourage her to like, which I'm sure she's doing just, you know, um, lean on herself, figure out who she is, do what she wants to do when she wants to do it. And you know, start to work on that relationship with herself because that's what it will be if she chooses to make that decision. And if that's working for her and she feels good about that, it's probably the right one, you know? Yeah. Very sad. I feel really bad. It sucks, you know, and they have kids and they've been together for so long and they're both so hot. It really is. (laughs) That part. Yeah. They're both so hot. (laughs) Oh my God, Gina. Well, you, you are so hot as well. So Thank you for, Thank you. for gracing us with you are your country presence. strong girl. <laughs> I am. You are country strong with a podcast called Orange Country, yes. which you guys can check out now. <laughs> Wednesdays we release new episodes. You can get it on any platform that you watch your podcast. Gina is giving all the entertainment on Wednesdays. We'd love to see it. Yeah, I'm just hitting you with it all. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Gina, thanks for hitting us today. We will catch up with you later. If you loved gossiping with us, and I know you do, then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Virtual Reality by Page Six. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week. <laughs>